0: Welcome to the Breaking Through the Noise podcast, a show designed to help you cut through all the static and find the tips, tricks, and encouragement you need to make your business successful. Your hosts are Mark Wilson and Laurel Wright, two entrepreneurs like you struggling and striving to find the pro tips and hacks to be more productive and make more money. Their goal every week is to give you the resources and encouragement that will help you gain an advantage over your competition. So let's not waste any time and get started. Here are your host, Mark and Laurel.
1: Well, well, well! Look what the cat has dragged in. Our old friend and co-host Laurel Wright. Welcome back to Breaking Through the Noise, Laurel. We missed you the last couple of ep- episodes. What have you been up to?
2: Well. I've missed you, too, and I've, I've not been up to, to too much, you know, just touring around the country, playing music, and and I had a return visit from our old friend COVID-19, you know, same old, same old. Did, did you miss me?
1: Well, you know, I could speak for hours about that, but we probably need <laughs> to jump into today's topic before I get all emotional. Okay. But yes, <laughs> we missed you. <laughs> you know, Laurel, we both work with churches to help them with their digital and social media strategies. I thought we should talk about some of the trends we are seeing and how they will impact our church's ability to reach and connect with people online.
2: Yeah, Mark, the past two years of the pandemic have really accelerated our media consumption online. And in my opinion, the church needs to adapt to new ways to present its message to a digital culture.
1: I totally agree, Laurel, the the main media that is driving this content consumption is video. Do you know what the fastest growing social media channel is right now? Uh,
2: I would have to guess TikTok.
1: You are absolutely right, Laurel. In in 2019, we joked that TikTok was just for 14 year old girls and their dance videos. (laughs) But it has since exploded. It is the first non-Facebook app to be downloaded over 3 billion times globally. And it is still geared towards a younger audience. 41% of TikTok users are between the ages of 16 and 24, but over 60% are under the age of 30. So that means that about a quarter of TikTok users fall in that 24 to 30 year old age range.
2: So are you saying that churches should be adopting TikTok as a social
1: media strategy? Well, yes and no. If you want to reach the next generation of Jesus followers, then absolutely. Churches need to figure out TikTok. And it's probably the the most reasonable application for it would be with your your youth ministries, your students, Mm -hmm. uh, your young adults. But let's take a look at TikTok's impact on social media and what it means to our approach to connecting with people. By the way, Lord, you use TikTok, don't you?
2: I do. And I am 26 years old and I use TikTok a lot. I probably watch it more than I use it, which I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Probably a bad thing. But my mom is 52 And she loves TikTok. So I think, you know, I don't know. I just feel like everybody likes cute little funny short videos, you know?
1: Well, the amazing thing about TikTok is, I, you know, I'm a man on the other side of 50. We're not going to talk about how old, really. But I don't have a TikTok account, but I watch TikToks all day on Instagram and Instagram Reels Mm -hmm. and um, Facebook So you know TikTok has has you know has spread to all other social media platforms, and you're right. You could sit and watch those all day. (laughs) They're unbelievable. All day, all day. (laughs) And you know TikTok's impact on social media is this: it's totally video driven, and those videos are usually bite-sized and extremely authentic and creative.
2: Yep.
1: Technically, TikTok has one of the most advanced artificial intelligence algorithms that customizes your feed more specifically to your consumption than even the other social media platforms.
2: Right. So it's right.
1: pretty advanced. But most importantly, the consumer power of TikTok has caused all the other social media platforms to rethink their video distribution strategy. Think about it, Instagram. Released reels and even Reddit has an app that is very similar to TikTok for short form videos.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I rarely have time to watch a 20 minute video, but I'll sit there and watch 10 two minute videos, no problem. You know, so it sounds like you're saying that we need to use more short videos in our church social media strategy.
1: Is that what you're saying? Bingo. And we should be thinking bite sized. For all our content media, like blog posts, podcasts, and, and other content, but that real driver is video. Now, Laurel, I'm not saying churches should stop making their entire worship service available because people in the church may want to see it when they're out of town or sick. Uh, you know that internal audience is still important, and making it easy for them to access content is is still important. But what I am saying is the content you are distributing to engage with people outside your church or those people that are just loosely affiliated with your church, it needs to be shorter and relevant so that it guides the viewer to connect with you to get more content. Go back and listen to episode 20 with our YouTube expert, Karis Horton, to understand how important video can be To connecting with people.
2: That is definitely something that all the churches I work with should consider for their ongoing social media strategy, for sure. And in today's That One Thing segment, Mark is going to share a tip on how to make your church's content more bite-sized and consumable.
1: In today's podcast, we are talking about giving our audiences smaller pieces of content to view or consume as we build a relationship, and then invite them to view more detailed content. For example, before we give them a full sermon to digest, let's share a short clip on an important point to capture their attention. But how do we create bite-sized content that is relevant and engaging with our audience. Well, it goes back to our early podcast episodes when we talked about using the story brand brand script to understand our audience. The first two parts of that process are to understand specifically who you are speaking to and what problems can your church help them solve. Each one of the problems or challenges your audience faces can be a topic for your messaging followed by how a relationship with Jesus Christ and your church can help them. This not only gives you the chance to create short videos, blog posts, or podcasts, but it addresses a specific concern of most people in your audience. Over time, you will have hit on a pain point for most people you're trying to reach. Shorter form content is quicker to produce and distribute, even in video form. Keep in mind that in a digital platform, you can literally reach around the world, but unless that is your outreach strategy, think not only about problems your audience faces, but specific issues in your community as well. You hear experts talk about being authentic with your videos and content, and the way you be authentic is understanding your audience and their needs and sincerely offering them solutions. That's all for that one thing segment this week. Looking forward to bringing you some more tips that you can apply to your church marketing in the next episode.
2: That's a great tip for churches to focus on their message to their audience to help them pull out smaller content pieces that can actually lead to more content and connection. But what are some other important trends that we need to consider for the future, Mark?
1: That's a, that's a great question, Laurel. Here, here are a couple of more thoughts as we move further into 2022. You know, one of the changes social media brands have had to deal with are the mobile ad blockers. Like Apple's mobile iOS last year uh, had had bla- uh, blocked ads and, and notifications and Google's phasing out of cookies by 2023. I think consumer demands for privacy are driving these moves, but 49% of consumers also say that they are like, more likely to buy from a brand that they see advertising on social media.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Laura, what do you think this means for churches that are using social ads?
2: Well, based on our conversations about, you know, knowing your audience and their problems we can solve, I would think those ads need to be targeted to that audience with a specific message addressing their needs, their specific needs.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. It all goes back to story brand, right? Mhm. And we need to employ more interactive in both organic and paid posts. And what I'm talking about there is content that allows for a response. Like a quiz or an assessment, or uh, choose the video that applies to you. You know, and that's driven by. Think about it. um, Netflix. The more the more videos we watch, the more information they gather, and they tell us the other videos that are out there on their library that are related to what we have shown interest in. Right. I'm not even going to ask what Netflix suggests you watch.
2: (laughs) You really don't want to ask. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but also, Laurel, we need to focus on what is called user-generated content, which translated to, to the church means digital word of mouth. And it's it's testimonials that are, and it's more than just testimonials, but it's testimonials that our people are posting and sharing about their experiences with the gospel, but from their own accounts, you know, we've been for years, the churches, you know, have done a great job videoing and producing these, you know, testimonials for worship, right? Right. Well, we need to teach our people how to do that on their own Mm. from their own accounts, right? You know, that's the new way that we share. We we share ideas on, on what we're suggesting and recommending to our friends that are making a difference in our life, whether it's you know, a Swiss army knife or, hey, going to first church of the, you know, rock and roll or whatever, you know, whatever.
2: (laughs) Right, right, right.
1: Pastors for years have implored their people to invite their friends to church, right? Well, let's give them content and ideas and training how to do that online. You know, another trend that has been amplified during the pandemic is that consumers are demanding a more customized experience or ways that they can customize their experiences with brands and churches? You know, media consumption trends have been accelerated over the last couple of years. With consumers stuck at home, they've turned online for information, entertainment, and even connection. And this has driven an uptick in content creation. Just in order to feel the growing demand uh, for consumption, consumers want stories shaped for them, not only containing the information they want, but also in the style that they want to consume. This led to a partic- you know a particular increase uh, in live audio uh, and podcasts a- and mm-hmm. video, of course,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, a-, a format that we already loved, but now with added interaction and engagement. So churches will have to expand their content strategies in 2022 and beyond, both identifying the content and then the style of content their people need. And again, what does this mean for churches? It means it's more important than ever for them to understand who they're trying to reach and the message this audience is looking to connect with, and then offer them relevant content, that compels them to connect, engage, and take action. You know, Laura, we'll we'll definitely spend more time in future episodes looking at these trends more specifically and really how the church can continue to share the gospel and make disciples by understanding how to connect with their audience.
2: Yeah, I love this so much. Thank you so much, Mark. I feel like I've really learned a lot today so and i also think that these are important trends for our churches to consider as we move into 2022 and and beyond video drives the bus but we have to be creative and targeted to get people into the seats on our bus and as always if you want to help you know leverage your digital marketing strategy reach out to mark or myself all the links and ways to contact us are in the show notes and on the breaking through the website and churchcmo.com websites One more thing, if you're new to the show or you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and you're going to be automatically updated when new episodes come out. Be sure to give us a five-star rating so more people can find us and the help that they need. Make sure to share us with your friends and your colleagues. You guys have a great week and we can't wait to talk to you again next time on Breaking Through the Noise.
0: Thanks for investing a few minutes with us on the podcast today. We hope Breaking Through the Noise will become your go-to resource for growing your business and yourself with our pro tips and life hacks. If you like what you heard, please do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if it was helpful, leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And most importantly, let's get connected. Hit us up on social media. Our links are in the show notes. Our theme music is from The Young Fables. Check out their latest album, Pages, on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. We'll see you again next week as we keep breaking through the noise.